Welcome to Wobblies and Wizards. I am your host, Logar the Barbarian, and my guests today with me are Thomas Votaw and Chris Bloom, the, well, they're organizers with the Ice and, Ice and Dice Convention here in the Cincinnati, Ohio area. Welcome. Thank you, Logar. Yes, thanks for having us. Oh, no doubt, no doubt. So I'm curious to know a bit about Ice and Dice. What can you tell us about that? <laughs> Yeah, so Ice and Dice started really as just a group of friends getting together to to game. It started as just uh, like getting a floor of a hotel and a um, bunch of people just staying overnight and and gaming together. We've had some new people brought on to, with leadership, and we're we're trying to take it into more of a a convention style direction. And we've got some. Uh, really cool i think they're really cool things lined up and uh <laughs> we we want to focus on uh helping out the the little guys in the gaming arena try and promote the the indie game developers or the the in the third party publishers style people but we're also going to have you know a lot of fun gaming and panels and should be a blast so can you tell me about some of the panels you're going to have there? You have a lineup yet or some ideas of what we can expect to see? One of the big things we're doing is we're doing the um, the uh, Darkness reunion. So World of Darkness. Oh, yeah. So we'll have a lot of the original creators there from games like Vampire the Masquerade, Werewolf, and a few others. So some of, the, some of these people will be in the room for the first time in 30 years together. People like Mark Reinhagen, who made... Vampire the Masquerade in the 80s. Um, we'll be there 90, early, late 80s, early 90s, somewhere in there. We'll be here all the way from across, um, from the Europe area, the Middle Eastern Europe area he lives now. So we have quite a few things. Chris, do you have any any other things there that I know we have other panels, but. <laughs> yeah, so um, we're, Mark Hagen is working on a new game system called Lost Lorn. Uh, that's the name of his company. And uh, they're definitely going to be doing a, a panel on that. Did you say lot? Can you say that it was that Lost Horn? Lost Lorn. Like Lost Lore. Lorn. Okay, Lost Lorn. Yeah. And so that that's something that I think is really cool. I, I backed their Kickstarters. Um, uh, I'll be excited to learn more about that. But uh, we're also while we don't have our full lineup finalized, we're going to have things about how to tips on developing your own game or um, beyond the dark reunion panels. We're going to have things like how to succeed with crowdsourcing put on by, by others, not necessarily me. Uh, <laughs> I'm not the, the best, uh, most experienced person with crowdsourcing, but uh, how to um, make it as a gaming artist, uh, how to, like create your own zine or um, stuff like that. With third-party gaming being so big right now, we just want to focus on getting stories out there, right? So we mm -hmm. have so many people, not only just in this area, but across the country who want to tell their stories. Yeah. And one of those, and, and it's the same way you do it, Logar, with podcast. Mm -hmm. We have done it with zine style work. I've done third party work myself. It's just so important for those. And especially now that we have a, a forum like Kickstarter that helps us do that. It's so easy to get those stories out there for people. And um, I know Chris has made, and the rest of the team with us have made such a strive in getting the small publisher in front of people. 
And that's what our that's what our convention is really about is getting not there's nothing wrong. Everyone starts with the bigger names, right? <laughs> I started when it was TSR and Wizards of the and then it became Wizards of the Coast. And then we got to, and that's everyone's really jump off point most of the time. But there are so many great stories in different settings. And if we get, we're not saying that the big settings are bad. We just want you to see, open your eyes and see some of these yeah. other ones as well. <laughs> so I'm, I'm a little curious. Do you have any of local publishers or smaller publishers and stuff like that, that you expect to be there that might be on the docket already or, or those? Yeah, we definitely have some, we have an official module for the event, which is mm-hmm. done by a, a local writer and our, our semi-local writer here. It is done in fifth edition format, but it is written by a, a, a gentleman who is coming to the show. And Chris, what was his name again? Uh, Carlos Slicing. Carlos Slicing. So, and he's been relatively popular, but he's still getting his name out there. And we're excited to have his work as the official module. We will have a few different formats and different kinds of games available, not inclu- also including games like Werewolf and Vampire the Masquerade. But we will also have, of course, some um, some fifth edition games. And what other games do we have, Chris, on the docket? We are going to have a handful of local independent developers. Our friend Gary Chavez uh, has a, a uh, group of that's local to the Cincinnati and Dayton area where local game designers, indie game designers can get together, get uh, see each other's games, give feedback, hope, uh, get some play testers to... to uh, play the games and so we're going to be encouraging people like that to be at our convention to uh run demos or whatever type of event they feel would be best for for their personal development as a game designer excellent excellent so i got two questions that we need to probably talk about and address number one there's a Kickstarter involved with this. Is that correct? Or some, or some kind of crowdfunding. Isn't that, isn't that correct? We will be launching our Kickstarter on August 29th. Um, that will go through September 30th. So if you have, if you hear this and the Kickstarter is live, go ahead and jump on the Kickstarter and, and um, join us and everything will be great. If not, no problem. You'll still be able to get tickets for Ice and Dice. We are doing a tabletop events. Um, the best place to find us, though, if we if you have missed the Kickstarter, if you've listened to this after September 30th, is to find us on Facebook at Ice and Dice on Facebook. And that Ice and Dice Facebook page will, you can message anybody or you can make a comment or you, there'll be links to our Discord. And all of those places we can get you to over to our tabletop.events. And that will give you a place where you can purchase a badge, where you can pick out events once events go live everything else we need. Our Kickstarter is focused on getting the word out. We're using Kickstarter a lot like um, a marketing platform, more than a, we need the money to do this. Like obviously a, a convention takes some some cost to get going, but the idea for our Kickstarter is we're running this convention, whether no matter what, whether we just pass the goal or if we smash our goal. Um, we have backers from last year that did our Kickstarter that when we got delayed, they decided to roll over their badge. So the idea is that we are absolutely having this convention. So back on while you can still get some stretch goals and some fun things on Kickstarter. And then if you can't, or you listen to this late, don't worry. 
you're welcome to reach out to us and we can get you, we can get you involved. Excellent. Excellent. So there's two big questions that probably need to be answered more than anything. When and where? <laughs> yeah. So we're doing it in Cincinnati at the, uh, what's the hotel, um, Chris? The Eastgate Holiday Holiday Inn. It'll be January twentieth to twenty second. Yep. And that I'm assuming is why it's ice and dice. Yeah, exactly. Absolutely. There tends to be cold in January in Cincinnati. Oh, I can't. I can't take. I. Hundred percent. The minute it starts dropping, I'm already starting to feel it's it's not even the end of, of August. And, and I can feel a little bit more pain in my body every day as it's not as warm as it was. <laughs> it starts dropping, my body's in pain. That cold's too much for me. <laughs> you have, so as a barbarian, you have no problem in combat. But after combat, you feel that cold? Is that what you're oh, telling me? Oh, yeah. I think it was <laughs> the combat that did it to me. I think That's fair was, enough. I 100% blame the United States Marine Corps for the pain in my body when it gets cold. <laughs> mine was mine we'll was 12 start. years of football i've had two shoulder <laughs> surgeries and a knee surgery so i get it we'll, we'll just have you chase the attendees around the convention so that you have some adrenaline and they have some adrenaline and then the adrenaline will just take care of things <laughs> i won't have to i won't have to jog because i'll just be chasing people around the convention yeah <laughs> sounds good it's gonna be a lively one i should come i should come dressed like conan <laughs> so what else can we look forward to at the convention? How long, how many days is it and whatnot? Like what Friday afternoon through Sunday evening, it's going to be a long weekend kind of feel. Yeah. But it's not going to be overwhelming. Like some of these other conventions like Gen Con or origins or these where you're four or five days away. Are a lot of folks that are coming in to be local. You're expecting a lot of people from far away. Like what's the hotel situation like currently? What should people plan on? Should they be looking for something outside of the, that hotel or we still got openings in the hotel? <laughs> the hotel definitely has openings. There's a agreed convention price of $89 uh, a night for mm -hmm. the hotel rooms does not include taxes and fees, blah, blah, blah. That's, I think, the case with every hotel, though. We're hoping to get a decent number of people coming in to visit. And as far as our, our guests, we Mark Ranhagen's coming from the other Georgia, as in the one in Europe. So uh, he's <laughs> definitely going to be uh, traveling a bit to get here, and he's definitely going to be making use of the hotel rooms. Actually. <laughs> but uh, we don't necessarily have a... Uh, an idea at this point of um, how many attendees will be staying in the hotel versus attending locally. So how long have, how long has ice and dice been going on now? This will be our first official convention. Ah. So, so yeah, it was a um, couple years previously in the format I mentioned earlier, the, the more gathering of, of friends uh, for a weekend of gaming. This will be the, the first year in our more traditional convention format. We have we mentioned that we attempted to do it last year, but COVID just kind of swept the feet out from under us and we're a bit more ready for it this time. It's our second year of, of preparing for this. Well, last year there was an event that went on. It just wasn't the convention, correct? Yeah, yeah. So we wanted we held a much smaller event, um, just a local gaming store that's right next to where we're going to be hosting the convention. We wanted to put on something that our local attendees 
could participate in. It wasn't feasible to put on a large event and flying in special guests from across the country and, and from outside the country. And we were disappointed that we had to postpone, but we were very happy with uh, the the people who turned out for our, our local games day that we had on the same dates of our intended convention. So what can you tell the listeners to get them excited and entice them to want to come out to ice and dice? <laughs> yeah. The big thing we're just, or the big message we're pushing across is that it's going to be, it's going to feel like 500 of your closest friends playing RPGs and board games for a couple of days, especially in that Cincinnati winter where you're sort of stuck inside for a while. So you might as well be stuck inside playing RPGs and board games and all kinds of fun things. The other thing uh, I'll, I already brought it up, but one of our, our recurring focus every year is going to be on the, smaller game developers, indies, and third-party publishers. I think that there's a lot of creativity in gaming, both from the the players, the GMs, but also from the people creating content as something that's that's focused on that is something that can has the the, the opportunity for our attendees to experience something new and fun. Mm-hmm. And um, then if anyone's interested in, in World of Darkness, it's going to be a really cool experience getting to, to meet and, and interact with some of the content creators, the artists and writers from that first World of Darkness, the old, old work World of Darkness settings. So I mean, that's that's what I find really exciting. Yeah, I know that we have a lot of uh, game designers and game creators and self-publishers that listen to the show. If some of them were curious about wanting to know how maybe they could get some of their stuff there or maybe is there a place that's going to be tabling or how would how would all that work? Would there be a possibility someone could could get their stuff in front of a few people's faces there how would how would they go about doing that <laughs> absolutely definitely a lot of opportunities for that actually probably best reach out to info.icedicecon at gmail.com that's i-n-f-o dot i-c-e-d-i-c-e-c-o-n at gmail.com and uh we're gonna have some demo tables uh available we're going to you know there's vending spaces and uh, they're all also free to, you know, just run events. Uh, they're events at the normal gaming tables. But we're also planning to have um, some local ch- charity-oriented events that if they can potentially contribute to that might help get their name out there. But um, there'll also be a lot of ways for them to directly interact with attendees if they just want to reach out and talk to us about it. Excellent. Excellent. Now, can you tell the listeners how they can find you online and where they should go to check everything out and, 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 and get themselves signed up and ready to go. <laughs> As of the 29th of August, we will be on live on Kickstarter. That is probably the best place at first. It'll probably be a couple of weeks ago by the time we can get this into rotation. So we're speaking from the past into the future. <laughs> But if they don't make it by the 30th, as I said, um, Facebook is great. We also have a website, iceanddice.com. And spelled out the and, ice and Correct. dice. Okay, That's great. Iceanddice.com. And that will take you to any questions you have about the show. Facebook is great. Both of those can direct you to our Discord. 
where we're active on there and we can answer any questions right away kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Or you can reach out at info at icedicecon at gmail.com. Excellent. Excellent. That's about all we have time for today. If you've enjoyed what you've heard here today, please give us a positive review. Absolutely. Reviews are important. Get those reviews up. Get those po- get those likes. Get those subscribes. We had we had a couple. I think we might have had a couple of review bombs from angry folks. Oh no! <laughs> I better yeah, not yeah, talk yeah. about it. Jinx myself. <laughs> you can find us on Facebook. Just search Wildlies and Wizards. Wildliesandwizards.com is our blog. I'm on Twitter at Logar Hale Crom. We're on Patreon. We can use any support you can give us. Patreon.com backslash Wildlies and Wizards. And as always, keep those dice rolling.